Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? <laughs> it is Tuesday. Oh my goodness me. I really, really, really hope that you are all well. And I'm going to tell you a riddle in a second. Um, but first of all, I'm going to tell you a funny story that happened this morning. Now, I got up this morning. I made my coffee as usual. I opened the door for the cat to come in and fed him as usual. I left the back door open so that he could come and go as he wanted, as I normally do. And then I came and sat down with my coffee. And I was sat and I was going, preparing to record all, all this. When suddenly I heard a really, like a cackling sound from the kitchen. When I went into the kitchen... The cat, he'd had, I'd given him a little bit of um, tuna out of a tin. So not a whole tin, not a lot, but just enough to feed him. Um, so he was very lucky because he had this tuna. Uh, and But he'd left some in the bowl. There was a magpie that had walked in through my back door and was pinching the tuna out of the cat's bowl. <laughs> Not only that, but he run, he didn't fly, he run back out the back door when he realised I was there, dropping um, a trail of tuna across my kitchen. So in between where the bowl was, where the cat's bowl was, and the back door, so the cat's bowl is sort of round by my sink, which is halfway across the kitchen. So halfway across my kitchen, I have got a trail of tuna leading out through the back door. So I'm hoping that I don't have to go and hoover it all up. I'm hoping that the, either the magpie will come back and hoover it up for me or the cat will think about doing it, which I doubt very much. And what does the cat do about the fact that a magpie is in his house stealing his tuna out of his bowl. Nothing. That's what he does. He sits and watches. <laughs> Great. It's as if he's thinking, ah, if he wants it, let him have it. She'll always give me more. <laughs> Honestly. So there you go. That is um, what happened this morning honestly right 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 riddles riddles riddle dee re riddle dee me don't know what the word is anyway um yesterday was tell a bad joke day or an old joke day um and i have had Loads of jokes from you lot and I'm going to share some of them in a minute. I love them. Please don't stop sending me in jokes. Please keep sending them in. Um, 
even now it's not the right day to tell them i suppose every day is a good day to tell a joke <laughs> and i will read them all out every time anybody sends me a joke i will read them out so the riddle from yesterday was kind of a mix between a riddle and a joke um and it was what did the bee say to the flower and the answer was hello honey <laughs> I like that one. I really do. Now, the riddle for today comes from a little girl in England called Ella. So, hello, Ella. And also, hello, Ella's mummy, because um, Ella said that her and her mum listen every night. So, thank you very much for both of you listening. Um, I love hearing that parents mummies or daddies are listening with their children that is awesome proper proper family time <laughs> i love family time um so yes thank you very much for listening um and hello to you both and the riddle is what is as light as a feather but even the strongest man can't hold it well Luckily, Ella included the um, the answer when she sent in the riddle because we all know how terrible I am at solving riddles. So um, I wouldn't have been able to get it, but I I know what it is. <laughs> but I'm sure that lots of you will be able to get it because you're so much more cleverer than I am uh, when it comes to solving riddles. Ooh. <laughs> so um let us see what is the fun fact for the day mm. i think this is an awesome fun fact and it is did you know okay that depending on where you are in the world you see the moon either upside down or right way up. <laughs> but um, it's because of the, the hemisphere, so like the southern hemisphere and the northern hemisphere. So say somebody in Australia, so if you're living in Australia, you will see the moon upside down compared to how I see it. But um, is it me seeing it upside down or is it you seeing it upside down? Mm. It's all about perspective, isn't it? Not only that, but it's not only the moon that you see differently. In Australia, you see Orion's leg, which is what we call it. You call it the saucepan because it's upside down to you. And it looks like an old cooking pot. <laughs> so, and they also, in the southern hemisphere, which is Australia, New Zealand, places like that, um, all the stars appear brighter. Wow. And the planets, or, you know, but again, it is all relative, um, depending where you are and whether your head 
faces the north or the south pole when you stand up straight. How awesome is that? So, my dear friends in Australia and New Zealand and all the countries that are below the equator, are you seeing the moon upside down or am I seeing the moon upside down? <laughs> That's an impossible question, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. I love that fun fact. I really do. Um, and I do have some sporting fun facts so that I don't forget them this time. Uh, so, uh, table tennis, which I love playing table tennis, started as after-dinner entertainment in Victorian England. Posh people, ooh, posh people, called it whiff-waff or ping-pong because of the sound the balls made on the rackets. I never knew that. How interesting. I really did not know, and I didn't know about whiff-waff. I am so going to call it whiff-waff in future. <laughs> Until the 18th century, fox hunters in England galloped across open fields. But when fences were put, built to divide up the land, both the horses and the riders had to learn how to jump. And show jumping was born. There you go. Until the 19th century, football was played in the streets. For some football matches, the captain's houses, often streets apart, were used as goals. <laughs> How brilliant is that? Can you imagine um, using your front door as a, as a goal? <laughs> How brilliant is that? I think that's amazing. Um, but it's true. So there you go. Um, so I think maybe we ought to bring that back. What do you reckon? Two teams playing in the street make sure that the the cars aren't coming and use your houses as goalposts yes no i think it's a brilliant 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 and england players first wore their names on the back of their shirts during the 1992 european championships in sweden that is interesting because that's not that long ago is it so there you go some sporting fun facts and you know what i'm sitting here as i'm sitting here listening i can hear that magpie again and i think he's in my gut my kitchen i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ignore him <laughs> i don't want to go and face up to the magpie um i'm gonna be a chicken <laughs> um right so um andrew okay you asked um a question and you asked and you did expand on it you did try and explain it better but no matter how i put that question into um a search bar i cannot come up with an answer i i 
I'm not putting it in right. So your question is, why do word games have um, the same level and then just sometimes have a different level? No matter how I word that into a search bar, nothing comes up. It It's nothing about that comes up. So um, I don't think I'm going to be able to answer this one. Um, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I have tried so hard. Um, I've spent ages trying to word it differently each time so that I can try and find something, but nothing is coming up. So maybe you can think of a different way of wording it. Um, so I can I I can try again. Um, yeah, just try that, please. Because as I say, I really uh, have no idea. Uh, right. So what else? I asked you all a question, did I not? And it was, do um, fish get thirsty? Well, some of you said yes, some of you said no. And um, Isabella and I think it's Kelly think said no they don't think that it does or they do um jasper and sunny said yes you think that they do um i asked google what do you think the answer was well they do get thirsty and it all depends on where what kind of water they're in whether they're in salty water or whether they're in fresh water as to how thirsty they get because obviously they get um just as you if you eat a salty i don't know if you eat peanuts or if you eat pizza because that's highly highly salted um but if you eat something that's got a lot of salt in it you get more thirsty um so the same with fish if they live in the sea where it's salty um they get even thirstier and also because they're wiggling around all the time to swim they also that get gets them um that get, gets rid of the water um that they've drunk so some of some of them or they all drink some of them some of the water that they drink is by their mouth but mostly they absorb it through their skin and their gills. OK, so um, but they have to keep hydrated. So they have to keep drinking, but they have to try and get rid of the salt in their body. So their gills and that act like a filter. How awesome is that? So, yes, they do get thirsty and yes, they do drink. I am amazed because it was one of those questions where I thought I'm I would it's one of those I don't know funny questions that are um could have an either or answer couldn't it could have been either or right okay I have 
some jokes to read out. Okay, so Mia, yours is funny, um, I have to say. Okay, why is six afraid of seven? I did get it and I did have to read it out loud, um, <laughs> as you suggested. Um, you made me laugh because it was like, why did why is six afraid of seven? Read it out loud and then you'll understand it. And I did. So why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Because seven, eight, nine. Uh, so thank you, Mia. And thank you for telling me to read it out loud, because when I first read it in my head, I didn't understand it. I did get it. Thank you. That was funny. Uh, Jasper, I'm not sure that um, I like your joke. Um, what's big, purple and ugly? You. I feel rather offended. Um, so I'm hoping that you you were just being funny. <laughs> Um, it's something my son would say. What's big, purple and ugly? I don't know. What? You. Um, so you also said about your fun fact um, and you told me the name of the book that I need to look in. So I will be looking in that. Well, I'll be looking for to see if I can find the book and then looking in it. You even told me which page to look on. So that is even more helpful. So thank you very much. I will be doing that um so isabella this one's a really good one i love this one what's the difference between a bird and a fly well a bird can fly but a fly can't bird ah i love that one that one's really a really amusing now this one i'm not 100 percent sure who it came from um because it didn't say so what's orange and sounds like a parrot Ooh, a carrot <laughs> of course love it oh my goodness me please keep sending in jokes i love them they are so so funny um right what day is it today apart from being um tuesday well, it's the 25th of July, 25th of July already. We are nearly in August. Oh, my goodness. We are nearly on Christmas. <laughs> well, it's carousel day. So all you children that are on holidays, you need to find a fairground um, or a roundabout. Do, you do, do they do roundabouts um, in playgrounds where you are? Um, you need to go and find a carousel and have a go on one. I love carousels. My um, my mum um, is very good at arty things. That's where I get it from. And she made me um, out of paper a carousel and it lights up and it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. And I love it. Um, so and it actually goes round. Um, it's all out of cardboard and paper. And um, it's just and it's got like little tiny lights on it. And um, and it's got a musical thing on it as well. It's so amazing. Um, and she made it for me because I love carousel and the carousel horses and everything. Um, it's really something that I've loved forever. 
Um, so it's also National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Um, quite like the sound of that. I don't think I've ever had hot fudge sauce, but it sounds nice, doesn't it? Hot fudge sauce. Yummy, yum, yum. Uh, now, <laughs> quite weird. National Thread the Needle Day. Hmm. Okay, so what does thread the needle mean? Well, sewing. Um, that's the kind of thing that you think about when somebody says thread a needle, isn't it? But actually, National Thread the Needle Day, it's not a made-up day, I promise you. Uh, National Thread the Needle Day is, if you've got um, something that you can't decide, if you've got two choices uh, to choose between doing something, okay, and you can't decide which one to choose, Thread the needle means try and find a way of doing both. So basically having your cake and eating it. Um, you try and find a way of just doing both things. Thread the needle. Thread the needle and have both options. There you go. My favourite is National Cheese and Wine Day. Yes! <laughs> I love wine and I love cheese. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, so I do have to say um, a happy birthday very quickly. Just remembered. How awful is that? Um, luckily, it's not anybody listening to me. Um, I do have um, a very, very uh, happy birthday to say to my cousin um, who is 18 today. Wow, 18. Um, he's not listening, so it doesn't matter. But happy birthday, Jude, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I know you're not listening because you're 18 and I'm not sure that anybody of 18 listens. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Uh, so what else have I got to say just before we get to the story? Well... I put, if you look on Facebook, I put some photos up of the first um, first little one to be wearing one of my shirts off of my site. Um, oh, and he looks so gorgeous, so cute. Um, so it's my nephew um, and he's two. It's my sister's little boy. Um, as I say, he's two and he's wearing a beautiful green T-shirt um, and he looks awesome. Personally, I think he should be a model because he's modelling this shirt so well. Um, and if anybody else sends buys a T-shirt or a hoodie or um, anything else, a bag, and they want to be on the site and modelling it, then please um, send in a photo of you wearing it or modelling the bag or whatever, because I can put the, those photos actually on the website so that people can see them and see how awesome um, they are. So there you go. Um, and I can also put them on the Facebook page as well so that people can see. Uh, that is... 
if you ask mummies and daddies because that is the most important thing we need um permission from mummies and daddies to do that right i'm gonna read a story now and it's a story well it's an actually book that i had when i was probably about five or six okay um it's the same book it is my book from when i was that age and it's still in very good condition and um because i think my my dad was mad on books so he would have actually had 40 fits had i done any damage to this book so it's called tales of toyland and other stories how awesome is that um so the first story is about how uh a nursery full of a uh, nursery full of um toys are horrible um and two of those toys set off to toyland and they're not the rest of the book is all about their adventures in toyland so the first story is called the poor fairy doll so here goes the poor fairy doll once upon a time as all good stories start as we know there was a sailor doll who lived with many other toys in a big nursery he had a very smiling face and he wore a smart blue velvet suit and a sailor's cap. He was always singing and he sang this song. Yo-ho-ho ho for a life on the sea. Yo-ho-ho, ho, that's the life for me. I wish I'd a ship for I take a long trip. Yo-ho-ho ho for a life on the sea. Yo-ho! And he always sang the last yo-ho very loudly indeed. And the other toys often felt cross with him. Sailor, stop yo-hoing, do, begged the teddy bear. I am tired of that song. I wish you would get a ship and go for a trip, grumbled the cat. I'm tired of you, smiling and singing all day long as if you were as happy as a blackbird in spring. Well, I am, said the sailor doll in surprise. Aren't you? Of course not, said the cat gloomily. My hair's coming out and that makes me feel miserable. And I've got a little hole in my front just here, said the teddy. I leak sawdust out of it and it worries me. I don't feel a bit like singing and laughing, so do be quiet. The golden-haired doll and the blue rabbit nodded their heads. They wanted Sailor Doll to be quiet too. The golden-haired doll had lost one of her blue shoes and she was unhappy about it. And the blue rabbit had a loose tail and he was afraid it was going to drop off. So nobody except the sailor doll felt very cheerful. Sailor stopped singing. He almost stopped smiling, but he couldn't quite manage to do that because his face was made that way with a big wide smile. 
but he did wish that he could have a friend among the toys who would share a joke with him and be jolly and friendly. Then, at Christmas time, a new doll came to the nursery toy cupboard. It was the fairy doll off the top of the Christmas tree. She had been given to Sally, the little girl in whose nursery the toys lived, and Sally had taken her to the nursery. The fairy doll was small because the Christmas tree had been quite small, and she wasn't even as tall as the sailor doll. She was very beautiful. She had a mist of golden hair around her pink smiling face and she wore a gauzy frilly frock that stuck out around her. It had silver stars on it. She had silver wings and little silver shoes. She stood on the tips of her toes and gazed around at everyone with bright blue eyes and a happy smile. Oh my goodness! Here's somebody else who's always going to smile, said the golden-haired doll in a most disagreeable voice. She didn't like the look of the beautiful fairy doll and her shining wings. The cat and the bear stared at her. They felt jealous. She looked so lovely and so new. They had seen her at the top of the Christmas tree when Sally had taken them downstairs at Christmas time. They wished they had been put at the top of the tree. Why should the fairy doll be tied there? She didn't belong to the nursery. She had come from a shop. If she thinks we are going to be friends with her just because she smiles at us in that silly way, She's making a mistake, said the cat, frowning. And if she thinks she's going to get the best place in the toy cupboard, she'll find she's wrong, said the blue rabbit. I don't see why she should come into the toy cupboard at all, said the golden-haired doll. She's a stranger here. Let her stay outside. Oh, please do let me come in, begged the fairy doll in a fright. I'd be afraid to be out here all alone. Please be kind to me. But the toys were jealous of her and they turned her out of the toy cupboard and told her to go and sleep in the coal scuttle. Go on, said the cat unkindly. You'll find it quite comfortable. Well, the fairy doll believed him. And so she went to the coal scuttle. She climbed onto the top of the coal and tried to settle down comfortably. But of course she couldn't. She began to cry for she felt very lonely and very tired. <gasps> then she found that her beautiful gauzy frock was all black. Her pink legs were black. Her silver shoes were black. She rubbed her eyes and looked down at herself in dismay. Oh, she sobbed, I'm going black. She did look queer. She had rubbed her tear-stained face and made black streaks all down it. She climbed out of the coal scuttle, sad and puzzled, for she still did not know that it was the black coal that had made her so dirty. Now the sailor doll had been left downstairs, for Sally had taken him down to the dining room. 
As soon as the house was quiet and everyone was asleep, the sailor got up from the chair where Sally had put him and stretched himself. Oh, I shan't stay down here, he thought. It's dull. I'll go up to the nursery. Oh, but I must remember not to sing or else the toys will all be angry with me. So the little sailor doll jumped down from the chair and ran to the door. He climbed up the stairs, humming softly to himself. When he got to the nursery, he heard the sound of crying. He was very surprised. Who could it be? He stood still and looked around to see who it was. Nearby, her face black and tearful, her hands and legs dirty and her lovely frock spoilt, stood the fairy doll. She was crying bitterly. The sailor stared at her. She looked really dreadful, not a bit pretty, and her lovely smile was all gone. What's the matter? asked the sailor doll in his deep, kind voice. The fairy doll looked at him through her tears. He was smiling as usual. And it was the first time that anyone had smiled at the fairy doll in the nursery. And she felt very grateful. Oh, she said, the toys wouldn't let me sleep in the toy cupboard with them. They told me to go and sleep in the coal scuttle. So I did. I didn't know it would make me all dirty like this. What am I to do? The sailor doll was kind. He took her hand. At first I didn't know what you were, he said. But now I see that you are the fairy doll from the top of the Christmas tree. How very unkind of the toys to make you get into the coal scuttle. Come with me, I can get a bowl of water and some soap and maybe we can clean you up. You really do look dreadful. The sailor doll climbed up to the basin and turned on a tap. He filled a little dish with warm water. He broke a bit off the soap in the basin and put it into the dish. Then he climbed down again. He washed the fairy doll's hands for her and her face and her legs. She came pink and clean again and her smile came back. You have a lovely smile, said the sailor doll looking at her. Nobody smiles in this nursery, not even the pink cat. You have a nice smile too, said the doll shyly. I like it. Oh, do you really? said the sailor joyfully. I'm so glad. Nobody else likes it. They don't like my song either. Oh, have you got a song? said the fairy doll delighted. Songs are lovely. Sing it to me. So, hmm, the sailor sang his song to her. You know how it went. Yo-ho-ho for a life on the sea. Yo-ho-ho, that's the life for me. I wish I'd a ship for I'd take a long trip. Yo-ho-ho for a life on the sea. Yo-ho! The 
Fairy Doll listened. Oh, that's the nicest song I ever heard, she said. I especially like the loud yo-ho at the end. Do you really? said the sailor, smiling all over his face. All the others hate it. As he spoke, he saw the teddy bear, the blue rabbit, the pink cat and the golden-haired doll coming over to him, looking very cross indeed. Will you stop that awful noise, said the cat quite fiercely. The fairy doll likes it, said the sailor. I'm singing it to her, not you. Well, I'm surprised you even want to talk to such a dirty little creature, said the golden-haired doll, turning up her nose at the fairy doll. And whose fault is it that she's dirty? cried the sailor doll. It's yours, you unkind things. She's a dear, smiling little doll, and you've treated her most unfairly. Well, we don't like her, and we shall go on treating her just as we please, said the teddy bear. And as for you, if you start yo-hoing all over again, we'll jump on you and squash you so hard that you won't have any voice left at all. I don't want to stay in this nursery, sobbed the fairy doll. I'll go away. Then I shall come with you, said the sailor doll at once, putting his arm around the fairy doll. We'll go to Toyland. I don't know the way, but we'll get there somehow. The people there couldn't be unkinder than the toys here. Goodbye, toys. You won't see us any more. And with that, the sailor doll took off his cap politely, bowed to the surprised toys and walked out of the door with the fairy doll. And that was the beginning of their adventures. What an exciting time they are going to have. Wowzers. Well, imagine going off to Toyland. I would love to go to Toyland, absolutely love to go to Toyland. So, so um, would you? What do you think they'll find in Toyland? I think they are going to find all the houses built of building bricks, you know, the building bricks that you build things with big wooden square blocks and sometimes they've got uh letters and numbers on them what do you reckon do you reckon they're gonna have um houses that are built like that i think so <laughs> now don't forget if you look at facebook you'll see the first pictures of somebody wearing one of our shirts um and if you should buy anything that's uh, on there or if you want to um, buy a baseball cap or a bookmark or a little key ring or even a, um, do, 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 a watch, a clock key ring, um, let me know and we can advertise you, I'll advertise them by a picture of you holding them oh my goodness how exciting that would be okay so 
Um, the question that I'm going to ask at the end of this today is, is, um, what is your favourite ride on a funfair? Like, I love the carousel. That's the only thing that I will go on. I don't like any of the others. Don't like big wheels, don't like, uh, or Ferris wheels. Don't like anything like that. But I like the carousel. So what is your favourite, favourite ride at the fun fair? So let me know. Tell me the answer. And also keep sending in the jokes because I'm loving them. So tomorrow um, we'll see what... Oh, I've got hiccups. <laughs> I do apologise. Um, we will see what... Um, story we're going to read then um i am going to go back out into my kitchen in a second and see whether the magpie has finished all the tuna <laughs> um right until tomorrow make sure that you take care and stay safe and join me again tomorrow okay bye for now